You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Professional Blur podcast, the only podcast about extra work, about background acting. My guest this week is Anastasia Washington. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm glad we could do it. <laughs> me too. I, now, I don't know when this is going to happen or be released. I know when this episode will be released, but you and I met not that long ago, right before kind of shit went down. Yeah. Um, for uh, drunk, uh, bad, can't speak, bad board bad, games and booze. Right, correct. Bad board games and booze. It's too hard to say when it you're kind drunk. kind of, oh, for sure. <laughs> and I, I don't know when it's coming out, but that's something that was super fun to do. You're very mm-hmm. funny. And then oh, you said you. Two, or th- two or three things as we started speaking where I'm like, oh, shit, you are like a perfect candidate for this podcast. <laughs> Kind of am, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. So tell people uh, about yourself, what you do now, and then we'll dig into your past. Uh, currently, I'm still an actor, still trucking along. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of podcasts. I do stand-up comedy. I'm pretty much a jack-of-all-trades because I've been in this business so long that I just do everything. Sure. You just roll with the punches and you're like, what's going to do? What's going to work right now? Uh-huh. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what that. I'm doing. You know, like e- even during all this quarantine stuff, I'm like, I guess I'm just going to pump up all my voiceover stuff. We'll just make yeah, money right? that way. <laughs> we'll yeah, do why that. not? Why not? Yeah. If you can get yeah. it, do it. Um, just, yeah, roll with it. Exactly right. So, uh, boy, oh boy, there's way too much stuff to, to bring up. So here's how I like to start. I like to ask okay. what somebody's first time on a set is, was. Mm-hmm. What, okay. Extra or otherwise. Okay. Um... So I'm not sure, but it's either uh, Die Hard 2 uh-huh. or Newsies, but I don't remember anything about Newsies. Uh-huh. So one day we'll have to have my mom on because she was an extra in a lot of the stuff that I did. And oh she's my God, yes. Doing extra work now um, for the first time uh, you know, in years. She's been doing extra work. Love but it. she has more memory of my first time on set than I probably do. Sure, sure. Um, so I don't remember anything about Newsies, but the one I first remember is probably Die Hard 2. Like, All that right. was probably my most, my first memory of being on set. My first memory of just, like, all that set life, That is, were. I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> Hit me with it. What, uh, where were you in the film? Uh, what was happening? What's your, what, what did it feel like being on a set? Or were um, you used to it already? I, I mean, not. I mean, I guess kind of, but not really. I think it was such a big, it was such a big production. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is used to that. Um, <laughs> we were um, in the beginning scene. There's some carolers, and it depends on which um, which version of it you see. There's a European version where there's like a close up on the kids' faces, and then it explodes. The oh. the place explodes. But then I think in um, America, all you see is our feet and you hear us singing and then it explodes because I think it was too traumatic to see like cute little faces. Uh, right, right. For Americans, they're too traumatic. Um, <laughs> so I think the cool thing about that or about Die Hard 2 was that they took out over Tom Bradley um, Terminal. Mm-hmm. So that was completely closed off and it was all um, just production. And wow. that to me was just insanity and i remember like having they had like a food court worth of like catering oh wow i know and me all of us kids were like ew all this stuff is gross Uh (laughs) so so um 
Bruce Willis went and got us all Happy Meals for like one oh of, a couple of the God. days, and we were just so so happy um, and so thankful for him. He was the sweetest guy. I know people talk such shit about. Him. Sure. I'm I'm not sure if I was allowed to curse. Sorry. Oh <laughs> yo, please, that, you're absolutely okay. fine. Yeah. Okay, I was like I was like I didn't know if I'm allowed to curse. Um, I know people talk a lot of crap about him, but um, I had two things happen to me on set. Uh, and during Die Hard 2 and both times he had my back and was such a sweetie so that the the food thing was one and then I got completely and totally sick on set and threw up all over my mom and, oh, a, little, no. and a little bit on him but he was <gasps> very nice to Aww. me <laughs> yeah he was such a sweetie so that's really sweet now do you think <laughs> have you ever had the opportunity as an adult to be like hey Bruce um, here's something funny. I threw up on you once. Um, you know, the funny thing is I worked his, um, the Bruce Willis tribute for the American, I used to work for the American Cinema Tech and, um, my last year of high school, I didn't go to school. I was like a independent studies and that was kind of like my prom. I worked, I worked Bruce Willis tribute. And so like we talked, but not that much about like that. Like I didn't know how to like bring that up, but I was like, oh yeah, I was in Die Hard 2 and you know, but it was like a big event and there were like, us, like I was like green room girl. So I was just like, ah, it's not probably not the best time. Hopefully right. one day, <laughs> one day. <laughs> So in that, okay, so you're playing uh, a, a little choir singer. Now, were you actually singing because you do sing? Yes, I did the soundtrack uh, for at least that song for Amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of times I had a pretty, she was a crazy manager, but she was also like very like a go-getter. So most of the times when we did the soundtrack on the film, she got us in as the visual aspect too. Mm-hmm. Um not always like I did I did um the second Adams Family the first one I was in and the second one I wasn't in I just did the soundtrack mm-hmm. which I was super disappointed about but mm-hmm. uh, say love you <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I still sang eat me what can you say <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> which now I think is just like I sometimes go mom that was so gross like I said then she goes you didn't know what it meant so you're fine yeah Hundred percent. She's I was like, you're like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I now need to hunt and find because I'm wondering what I'm assuming the copy of Die Hard Two that I have, the digital version I have, I'm mm-hmm. assuming shows just the feet, and I'm now yeah. curious, like, um, but to know that there's a more gruesome, you know, European version out there. Yeah, I mean, it's not super gruesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have it on beta. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how long ago it was um and it was kind of like um because we're singing like hargar the bells or whatever so it kind of shows all of us as a group and then it like close-ups on me because i'm the youngest and it's just like so pathetic right just like <laughs> um and then <laughs> that's it that's amazing I yeah it. was it yeah. do you now i don't imagine that's a movie you get taken to in theaters or was it Oh, I saw it. You mean, yeah, I yeah. saw okay. Yeah, I saw the film. I saw the weirdest thing about my father was a very strange man. He thought I could see rated R movies until I was about 12. Oh, my parents too. Okay, cool. Weird. Yeah. And then at 12, they were like, wait, you understand? And my mom was like, my mom would be fine with me going to see things. She was like, just ask me questions and I'd rather you go with me and t- ask me things. Mm-hmm. But my dad was like, no. <laughs> so it was weird. Um, but yeah, I, I I saw a lot of stuff probably too soon, but I don't 
I don't know. Like, I saw Ricochet way too young. I can tell you that right now. Because I was just like, what is happening to Denzel Washington? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie. Uh, I know what you're talking about, though. Uh, you've not seen it all the way through. That's really funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, because my parents my parents were very much like, um, oh, you know what? As long as there's no violence, uh, you can see all the boobs you want to see. But then a lot yeah. of those movies with boobs in them still like trading places there's a lot going on and little kids not going to understand arthur a lot going on kids aren't going to understand and i think kids do really understand that that's the funny thing is that Mm -hmm. uh, parents always act like we don't understand but i think my parents really got it because i was around so many adults Mm -hmm. um i remember when they were talking it it was a big deal when i was a kid uh, talking about gays in the military and Mm -hmm. i remember they they had like the radio on and i remember like i was like maybe you're seven or eight and my mom said i go well Nobody's supposed to be having sex in the barracks anyway. Why does it matter? <laughs> and my mom was like, she listens. She knows things. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's more astute than I was because my parents were like, yeah, you can watch the best little whorehouse in Texas because I would ask them, mommy, what's a horse house? Because I had no idea what was going on. So they were fine with it. They didn't oh, yeah. I think I might have known what, what she was not selling was not chicken. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're smarter than I was. What are you going to do? I, 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 I can't tell you, I was never more excited than when I first did the, the Universal tour and, like, they got Jaws and this. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a house from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. You knew what I kind of kid know. I was immediately. It was so exciting to see that. And for, like, a couple of years, they were not telling people that it was a Best Little Whorehouse house. That's really yeah, they because like people were getting offended, and now recently on the tour they started saying it again. But for like a year and a half to two years, some people had complained and they had stopped saying it because it was wow. inappropriate. And I was like, uh, except for Fast and the Furious is not appropriate at all. Like, yeah, right. Either, so whatever. That's so funny. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I guess I missed. A, I had a bit of a gap. I still like the studio tour. Whenever I had the opportunity, <sighs> I'll still do it, even though I'm a grown ass. I love it. It's I fun. love it. Yeah, I love it now that, especially when that you can bring drinks on. I'm like, I will oh, always wow, go that. Oh, wow, that's new. That is something I had no, oh my God, I need to go back. It's been Yeah, forever. you can bring alcohol <laughs> on it now. But here's the thing, you know, it's a pretty long ride. It is. And you don't realize that when you're <laughs> drinking and then halfway through the tour, you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, so, I sobered up. How did that happen? I, I, I have good. to pee so bad and that, I have yeah, two right? cups of booze in my hand that I have to hold for the whole ride. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, that you can be so excited by that ride, even if you've been on sets, even if you grew up like you did in movies? Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's still the greatest uh, to, like, just look around these different sets. I've seen them a million times, but I like to see what's going on mm-hmm. with them and see how things are changing. And I love, you know, just, like, snooping in on stuff that's being taped there mm-hmm. i just love it it's the same reason i go to the bat cave all the time because you they're always filming up there yeah um and bronson and you're like what are you filming now <laughs> i'm just gonna Can I tell you i have it. lived here for 17 years and i have never gone to see the bat cave and i've wanted to every what? year i don't it's- know what's wrong with me <laughs> It's the easiest hike in the history of the world, too. I know. I know. And it's, it's, it's not even a hike. It's I have like no more excuse. Like a... <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a piss poor Hollywood person. I just, I just, no excuse. Le- okay, so uh, I really want to talk about the Adams Family movies. So okay. break it down for me. What happened on them? What did you do on them? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the first one, there's a talent show where mm-hmm. a whole bunch of kids are doing different things. Um, I sang, uh, there's a huge number of like these little 
like kid flowers that are singing getting to know you Mm -hmm. very annoyingly Mm -hmm. and i am the one on the very very end that looks like she's about to like cry because she's wearing tights (laughs) that's me (laughs) um i think we were uh maybe three or four days on set for Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um and we had to like have a tutor and stuff like that so that was awesome so funny it was so cool because like you know christina ricci came in with that prosthetic during her like coaching so she's just like splurting blood as she's getting next to me and i'm just like oh okay um i also remember like angelica houston like having this giant phone like Uh just giant phone sitting there as and i was just like oh my god i so want to be her (laughs) Uh, but she was the greatest. Uh, she was the greatest. Uh, but Raul Julia was the greatest oh of my all God. time. I cannot he imagine. He was so sweet. I think he was trying to hit on my mom because he had lunch with us like every day. Me and ah. my mom. <laughs> That's so amazing. I have I've had lunch with him multiple times. Uh, may he rest in peace. But I think he was like for a while. I was like, oh, he was just so sweet. He only had lunch with me and my mom. And then my friends were like, he was probably hitting on your mom. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, that changes my life. Story <laughs> of my life. Um, and then the second one, uh, the second Adams Family, I just did the soundtrack for the camper. So mm-hmm. all the all the camper songs, including that little tiny Kumbaya song, yeah, where it's like just a like small group of girls. They didn't even sing that. <laughs> That's amazing. Are you at all doubled up on any of those, or like are you a pro- or just one voice on them? I don't know how they do that um, stuff. For those, there's multiple of us in there. Um, mm-hmm. So I think every character has a person covering them for that, for Adam's family. Mm-hmm. There's a few There's a few things I did where it was, like, just, like, maybe one or two of us in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't one of them. Um, when I did, I did the Lamb Chop series <laughs> soundtracks, and uh-huh. that was usually, like, two of us in there, which That's is crazy. so ridiculous. <laughs> like, two or three, and then, like... It was like one of them usually was my manager who also doubled as a singer sometimes to wow. play young play young boys. She's an old ass woman who played <laughs> young boy voices. I Holy don't, crap! That is Hollywood, you guys. <laughs> that is a remarkable. Holy cow! First of all, I guess I never assumed that that show that show was shot out here, was it? Was the Lamb Chops play? Was it Lamb Chops play along? I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know if it was shot out here. I just did soundtrack. You just did work soundtrack for work. For yeah, it. that's so, fascinating. So I'm actually not sure where they shot it, but you know, we would sing all the soundtrack stuff, all the annoying songs like the song that never ends, stuff like that. So I have no clue where the actual little kids were, or <laughs> I don't know. Um. It's just one of those weird, weird things. Are these is, and I don't want to get too into the weeds about this, but can I assume something like that is like a one and done? You don't get any kind of residual checks. You don't have to talk about this stuff, by the way, but I'm so curious about it. For Lamb Chop? Yeah, something like that. Um, I actually don't get residuals for Lamb Chop. Mm -hmm. I do still get them for Adam's Family. That's Um, amazing. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff I still get residuals for. Some of it, I'm like, that's weird that even people are watching it. Uh-huh. On why did you send me a four-cent check? Mm-hmm. Like that. But there was, like, a few things that I did that were one-off. I think Lamb Chop seems like, I feel like, is one of them. Again, like, it's weird because the contract's... You know, I was like a kid, so yeah. I don't 
quite remember. I just know which checks I still get. Sure. No, of course. Of course. The only reason I ask is I assume that everything PBS does is non-union. I just have to assume that. I don't yeah. Know, you know. Yeah. I don't, you know, I I don't know. Because it's been a very long time since I um, looked at that soundtrack. I just remember being... Um, very sick when I did one of them. Oh, really? And like laryngitis sick. And I remember my manager, my manager was an interesting person. She was like, you sing better when you have laryngitis. And I was like, that's so. Thanks so much. Horrible. (laughs) Was it weird being brought into a, basically a closet to sing for, to get paid? Like, was that weird as a child? Or was it just like, well, I guess this is what I do now. No, I think I, I don't think it was weird for me. Um, I think there was weird, there was like weird jobs, the jobs that were particularly like strange Mm -hmm. um, because of just like maybe the people involved or just like things I hadn't been exposed to yet. But for the most part, that like performing and set and like being in a recording studio always felt like I'm finally home. Like even now, like I feel home in like a recording booth or in like, uh, on a set i don't feel very at home on theater <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> for some reason but you know we all have our area <laughs> of course yes 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 naturally uh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's uh okay so you mentioned a few things that we hadn't talked about in person you mentioned a few, a th- a few things in in our most recent email uh huh. tell me about daredevil Oh, Daredevil. So that is one of the only times I did like a featured extra role kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh-huh. Um, Because I only did like two like ever extra role things. And it was like when I was like maybe 18, mm-hmm. um, just out of high school. And I was like, well, it's slow right now. And I got, I played like Dare. Um, so do you remember Bullseye? Like you meet, I don't know if you ever saw the film. I don't know if I've seen it, but I know. It's okay. I know what Bullseye looks like. That's all I can tell you. Uh Okay, so uh, Bullseye's Uh character is is introduced in this, like, bar. And basically, he has, like, this girl hanging on him. Like, I don't even know that I had a line. Uh Maybe I had a line or uh, whatever. But basically, (laughs) I'm just, like, I think he just, like, pulls me close, like, slaps my ass, and then does, like, a dart thing. Uh Uh-huh. And that's my role. (laughs) Uh, such rich parts for women in movies i know and i the funniest thing was i we were like on santa monica um we were in santa monica like area and we were at this like pub this old pub like king's head pub or whatever Mm -hmm. um and we had like holding was across the street and then we had to go um into the pub and so i was walking by myself from holding and i was wearing the i don't know probably the sluttiest costume in the history of the world, like my boobs were out, my everything was out, oh, and this no. guy on a bike was like looking at me so hardcore, he ran into a car and fell. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! And so I ran into like, I ran into, <laughs> I ran into the pub, and everyone was like, oh no, we saw it. Don't, don't, don't. That man fell. And I was like, no, he was just. No, like, no, he totally was staring you down so hard that he almost died. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> oh my god, that's. Fantastic. By the way, I'm very quickly trying to see if I could find the scene, and I cannot find it just because that's well, hilarious. I don't, I don't even think that that part came in because, like, that's so funny. I think his that whole scene got cut a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because literally, I think all you see is him throwing a bullseye at a a dart. Mm, okay. Okay. And I was like, I was there for like several days to film this. Wow. But, but all that happened was like a dart being thrown, and it's like I'm bullseye, and then it was like that. I was like, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I. But uh... that's the disappointment of sometimes doing things right, which yes. doesn't always get in. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've never been featured, obviously, to to that length that's fascinating to me does it is there i don't know because you have been in the business for a while were you under any like were you like well maybe i'll get a line or maybe something else will happen or are you like no i know what i'm doing here and this is just it no i was just like i need i need some quick cash i think i at the time i had a boyfriend uh or like a fiance that was in another country and i was like well, wouldn't it be great if I could go out to see him, but, like, money was tight, and I was like, I'll just do some extra work. So I did that yeah. one, and then I did another extra work where I played a prostitute uh-huh. <laughs> in a VH1 film called Slow Burn. Uh-huh. And I completely lost my voice because we were, like, not even, like, a little bit classy prostitutes. We okay. were, like, the ones that run up to cars uh-huh. in the middle of the night. And that's what I did. I was, oh like, God. running up to the car, like, hey, honey, blah, blah, blah. And these guys would, like, cruise by in their, like, old cars looking through, <laughs> looking at us. That was my whole role oh in the film. Oh, my God. We did get our own trailer because of the stuff that we had to wear. Of course. My God. <laughs> I can't um, imagine. I hope that's a robes between takes kind of thing or no. You know, it was so funny because at first, no. And then finally, I forgot the guy's name, but he was like, he was in that movie, That Thing You Do. He Mm -hmm. was the one that was married to um, Christina Applegate for a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the star, but and the and like after a couple takes, he was like, "Can we get like jackets for these girls in between?" Because it wasn't even just like that we were like scantily clad. It was that it was freezing oh, cold. Come on. And so uh, we got these um, the jackets and in, in, in between um, takes for uh, like the rest of the shoot. But it was interesting. Uh-huh. I've never seen the film. I don't know. I my mom loves to tell people that I played a prostitute and that she's so proud. And oh I'm my like, God. there's so many other things I've played, Mom. But thank <laughs> for you for being proud of the prostitute. <laughs> I, you know, and this is not even remotely comparable. And I felt bad for the women on the set because, again, they had to be in lingerie. It was on CSI New York. Oh, I man. was supposed to be a customer. And my job, and by the way, I don't think I knew they were running slow-mo camera on this, <laughs> but it's me running slow-mo out of a room putting my pants on. Oh, and it's, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because you can totally see me, but it's like, it's a weird-ass thing to be excited about. But, hey, look, I hope, Mom. I hope that's on your reel. I just really hope that's the opening I will reel. tell you, I have <laughs> an extra reel for fun, and it is definitely on there. Uh, oh, perfect. Uh, but, you know, and because honestly, I sh- probably should because my regular reel is uh, Slim Pickens, to be honest. I just, I just, just think should that's throw iconic. There. I think right? it's iconic. Just put it on. <laughs> oh, God. That's so, again, these are the things I don't have to deal with. How often are men having to deal with putting on, you know, skipping yeah. anything i've been like a patient on a show but still you get a robe and and something on top of it you don't really have to worry about much exposure and, no uh, <laughs> our roles are usually like asked well you know guys do get it like i have a lot of um i have a couple friends that for a while all they were were like the like go-go boys on mm, everything okay. 
Um, and since then, they've made great careers. They right. got out of it. But for a while, it was just like, there's them in a Speedo. There's them in a Speedo again. Mm-hmm. There's them in a Speedo. <laughs> mm-hmm. if, you're yeah. in that, uh, if you're in Speedo shape, though, you might as well go for it and get paid. Now, if I were in Speedo great. shape, I think I'd be like, yeah, sure, fine. Nobody wants yeah. to see this, but if you will pay me to do it, why not? I'm not ashamed I, about it, you know. But no, yeah, that's rock it happened. out. We'll ne- we'll rock it happen. out. I uh, mean, it's just like all these people that do se- like that have sex tapes leaked. I'd be like, at right. least it was like when it, you were hot. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. Leak anything from my twenties? <laughs> I don't care. Thirties, we have to talk. <laughs> we have to air. Yeah. Why did I not have an editor? Why did I not have somebody working CG? Exactly. The Deep. lighting's horrible. Right. Look what they did for Michael Douglas in Ant Man. You could do that for parts of me, right? That's right? possible. That's the kind of sex tape I want in my thirties. <laughs> Did you know that all geeks and gamers share the same gene? It's true. It's a gene encoded directly into our DNA that predisposes us to love cats. It's science. Nearly every gamer we know loves cats. What do you mean anecdotal evidence doesn't count? Are you questioning science? Okay, well, agree to disagree, but I'm still right. This pandemic and quarantine has been a strain on all of us. But we've been getting by with some kitten therapy in the form of our bottle baby fosters. We foster through an organization here in our town called Simply Cats, a cageless, no-kill, feline adoption center. Simply Cats has changed our lives. That is not an over-exaggeration. For five years, we've been fostering kittens and bottle babies, especially since kitten season seems to last longer and longer every year. We've learned the value of adopting and fostering cats in regards to patience, love, community, mental health, all by being involved with Simply Cats throughout the years. We love this organization and think it is deserving of whatever funds we can raise for it. Due to COVID, Simply Cats has had to postpone its yearly fundraiser, the Catsino, and they need help getting donations. That's where you come in. We are pulling in donations through the Idaho Gives campaign by holding a tabletop role-playing livestream Meowrathon on the weekend of May 2nd. You can find the donation link as well as other details at bit.ly.odndtgm. That's bit.ly slash o-d-n-d-t-g-m. Every amount helps. And if, understandably, you are unable to donate at this time, please consider sharing our page on social media or even just telling other people. Please join us in supporting this amazing organization by listening to some ridiculous gamers, all of whom are genetically forced to worship cats. Uh, you mentioned 500 Days of Summer, too. What? Uh, where? Uh, who are you in that? That is just another extra thing. So I Love guess I, uh, we were just sitting at the cafe watching them have a fight in a cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's a scene where they're like in a cafe having a fight and literally I'm like sitting there watching them have a fight. <laughs> Simple enough. I mean, pretty it was a hard. It was a really hard day. <laughs> yeah, eating Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Where all you get to do, like, you not only have to fake eating food, but in between takes, you actually get to just eat food. My yeah, favorite part food. of the set is just eating yeah. food. 
It's... Although that was a really healthy set. Mm-hmm. I remember we eventually just, like, we didn't even like the catering food. We all just went to, like, you know how they have, like, the snacks area? Mm-hmm. We just went to the snacks area because the catering itself was, like, raw, vegan. Oh, wow. Uh, it was, you know, meat, basically baby food. And we were like, cool. <laughs> Cheetos and Twizzlers it is. So that's a Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel look the way they look, basically, is what we're, is that what I I'm understanding? I heard that they're not like that anymore. But I heard uh-huh. for a while Zoe was, like, raw, vegan. But I think after she had kids... I read this article that she started eating, like, some meat or some proteins, not, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Some actual food. That's some actual food. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. We don't talk that often. Oh, weird. So weird. <laughs> Didn't stay in touch. Uh, you know, I always like to ask people about their first celebrity meetings, uh, you, but, I mean, it sounds like Bruce Willis is the big first one, first right? First celebrity meeting. That's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I do have a picture of me with OJ somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> that I think I'm like a baby. Uh-huh. And he's like holding me and like my two sisters are by him. I was afraid you were like, it was 1995. <laughs> no, no. I think I was like le- legitimately a baby. And he was at some event. Uh-huh. And he was like, take, took a picture with all three of us girls, like me and my sisters. And so um, that's interesting. Maybe uh-huh. that, that might be my first I don't know. <laughs> I hope that's not in your headshot package. I hope that's not in your um, presentation. Absolutely. <laughs> this is me with OJ. Uh, Just cow. in case you didn't know that I was half black, here it is. <laughs> don't tell me he did it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I know he did, but you can't say it. No, <laughs> D- okay, now here's here's one that I, 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 I need to know if you've ever had this happen and it's so rare that i i don't think anybody's ever i could be wrong i've done a few of these episodes so i might have forgotten have you ever been bumped up to a line from doing a a, a part with no line oh um no not really it's so rare but i always have to ask because i've seen it happen but i i don't i never met that person outside of that so i have no idea what their name was um it's exactly. so it's so because i think it's it's a big paperwork hassle is why it's so rare partially yeah. <laughs> um what about your first line in a thing in in some kind of a production what was your first line that you were hired to read um not soundtrack right uh, um do 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 and not singing um well i was in the pilot of la femme nikita really yeah, they cut my role, Damn but it. in the pilot, I was, like, her daughter. What? And then they decided she didn't want, that didn't read that she had a, a daughter, so then they cut me out of it. Wow. So, I was devastated. Uh, um, yeah, of course. Devastated, but um, that is probably the first lines, like, first major, like, role I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I did a few like well, cartoons don't count either. Yeah. Oh, I'm interested about cartoons. I don't care. Tell me about cartoons, please. Well, I did this one called uh, it. It was like a. It was like called TikTok or something like that. Uh It was like about about clocks in the 80s. I don't even know. I don't know. Oh my god. These are things like I could barely remember. And then there was like a Mother Goose like uh, um. TV show for a while, and we mm-hmm. did all the 
the nursery rhyme songs. Love it. Um, and I think we were all like different characters. I mean, like it's I barely <laughs> remember. Like mm-hmm. I, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff was what I did for cartoons. I think that's about it for cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I did a lot of soundtrack work as a, a, a kid. Yeah. Um, that's so fascinating to me. Was it? How did? How did you get into it? Was where were you singing that your mom was like, oh, maybe this is a thing where you could have a career and start saving for your future? Oh my gosh, she loves to tell the story. Uh, so. <laughs> Apparently, I was about two and a half, three mm-hmm. years old, and we were at SeaWorld. I know, SeaWorld sucks, I'm sorry, <laughs> whatever, it was a different time. Um, and we were watching the um, the Shamu show, and I, of course, was not watching. I was tap dancing and singing um, probably a Good Ship Lollipop or something like that, or Glory of Love or something like that. Uh-huh. So I was full-on tap dancing and singing... And then the whale jumped, and everybody got up and clapped, and she says, I bowed. <laughs> and she turned to my dad, and she was like, let's get her an agent. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and so I think, like, a couple weeks later, I auditioned for my manager with the Good Ship Lollipop as my song. <laughs> and, yeah, that is how I started out. Do you have any memory of that? Any? Yeah, I do actually remember going to meet her. That's, okay. Weirdly enough, I do remember that. That's so funny <laughs> to me. And uh, when you're a kid, you don't have any, you don't have hangups, really, usually. Like, it's just like, oh, you want me to sing? Cool. Here we go. Give me a Yeah. Beat. I mean, amazing. I don't think I had any nervousness about anything. Uh, I mean, there were, there were different times that I think I, I, like, really wanted something and I was nervous about it. Like, I remember... I auditioned for Kids Incorporated. Oh my god! Yeah, and I was, I was a singer primarily. I could dance, like I took dance like my whole life. But my agent messed it up, and I had to audition for the dance segment instead of the singing segment. And I was just so upset. Man, <laughs> I was so upset, and they canceled the show like pretty much after I auditioned. But right. like, I was like, gee. <laughs> The one time I really care about a role, you messed it up. (laughs) I can't. Can I tell you? I can't imagine because I am not at all in the world of dance. I can sing a bit, but I don't even know what it feels like to. Like I have a rough idea of what it's like to properly audition. I rarely ever do, but the idea of going into audition where you don't get to use words, you don't get to use your typical body expressions. You're doing this whole. It's like painting in front of people. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, I am, I I consider myself an actor and a singer who moves well. Like, uh-huh. I've taken dance class since I was two and a half. I can definitely dance. I am not a dancer. I look uh-huh. okay dancing. I can k- take choreography. Um, but I like when you put me up ne- next to people that are actually dancers that don't focus on talking and singing and doing <laughs> stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna I'm just not there you know uh-huh. like I'm um I can definitely stick the landing and make it look like I did the thing but I'm not sure. I'm not swirling around and making any like fanciness about it you know <laughs> right which so is what they're looking for right I'm like sure. I did the bare minimum duh <laughs> and they're like 
All right. Well, thank you. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's the difference between kind of being like a utility player and like, no, I'm the star of the thing. Look at me dance. You can only watch me dance. It'd be different yeah. if they'd had a Shamu in the room. Maybe it if they been had a Shamu in the room, <laughs> then I would definitely have been able to upstage him. <laughs> Do you still and tap it, dance, by the way? Because you know, tap dance is amazing. I love tap dancing. Um, it's been a couple years. I had this thing for a while where I took um, during college. I did college classes instead of going back to my old studios, and then. I got a boyfriend and then I got real distracted because that's mm-hmm. what you do. Sure. Um, and then I took time off and then I started going back to my old studios and they're like, God, you were so good. And I was like, you have to stop telling me that I was so good because mm-hmm. it's giving me a complex. 100%. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right? So um, I've been trying to find like my my like right vibe, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So I've been just taking like hip hop classes and like dance hall classes but I really would love to go back to tap. Um, I just don't know where. It, I've been here too long. There's too uh-huh. many. <laughs> there's too many places. I've, 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 you know, like I've been everywhere. It's too well. Bad. Like everybody else, though, you're probably stuck having to just watch YouTube and dance along. So you might as well just do that. Like, just find somebody who's really good at tap and tap along at home. Yeah. And what else yeah. you gonna do? It's true. It's true. I mean, I always am. I'm a weirdo when I get really like nervous or when like I'm bored, like I will start like just tap dancing. (laughs) And people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I just have nervous energy. So I'll just like be like doing like little taps down the (laughs) grocery store. Um, So it's in me. I just, you know, I'm I'm not on a constant basis doing it, which is a shame. Mm -hmm. I get you. I shame. love that you love it that much, though, that it's it's just that <laughs> built into you. Yeah. Uh, there's a crazy thing that we talked about, and I feel like, first of all, Adam's family, when you first said that, I'm like, I think that's what perked my ears up, and I had to go sit down next to you and talk to you more, and I think I basically <laughs> ruined whatever conversation you were having with the other person. But I doubt it. <laughs> then, we were all drunk. <laughs> that is true. Then we talked about... Uh, it's a small world, the ride. Mm-hmm. Now, I just so that people know, I I'm a I was a huge Disney. I always have been. I thought it was going to be an animator when I was a kid. First went to Disneyland out here as a grown ass person, and I was super excited. I'm like, oh, isn't this cool? It's a small world. They've got all the different cultures and the different countries, and they've got the, them singing. It's a small world in English and in all these other languages. And then you tell me now what you told me then. <laughs> So originally, It's a Small World was from like a World's Fair kind of situation. Uh-huh. And they only had English as the languages throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 90s, they added different languages to each land. And that is when I came in to record languages I did not know uh-huh. um, with a group of kids and that's my contribution and that is a one-off that is a non-residual that is a oh, buyout sure. uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um uh yeah so it was interesting I I remember um having them like phonetically write all the different words down mm-hmm. not that we could read that well right so then people would like say it to us and then we would say it back I'm sure if people like went through there that actually speak the different languages they probably are like appalled uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that okay now do you speak any other languages besides English 
Let's start um, there. A little bit of French. Okay. A little bit of Portuguese. Mm-hmm. A little Dothraki. Mm. And when I'm drunk, sometimes <laughs> some Klingon. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm not fluent in anything. <laughs> I, I love that in their attempt to be more worldly, <laughs> they bring in <laughs> a bunch of English-speaking kids, and they're like, we think this sounds Chinese. Why don't you sing this? Uh, just, just no, just read along. It just blows yeah. my mind, and it's one of those things that you assume would be updated, but for your sake, I'd prefer your voice stick around because that's pretty dope. I mean, that's pretty great. It is. It is pretty dope. I, I, it was funny the other day, somebody was like replaying pic videos of Disneyland because people are missing it right now. And oh, I get sure. It. And then they were like, oh, I missed this. And then they posted a video of, um, it's a small world. And they're like, not this one, not this scary ass ride. And uh -huh. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I might, am I like the only grown up person who, or does that make me a creep or a weirdo? I like that ride. I don't know. No, I like it. It's I mean, fun. I, I like it more at Christmas time when I can't hear my voice, to be honest. <laughs> um, which is kind of hilarious because my my sisters will go on the ride sometime and then I go, ugh, I can hear you. You're ah. so loud. And I'm like, I know, I'm so loud. Because they used to call me Baby Ethel Merman. Ah. I was just like, bah! <laughs> Which is so different from how I sing now. It's unbelievable. Uh -huh. <laughs> like I'm such like a quiet like singer now, <laughs> like more emoji. But back then I was like, <laughs> I love that you're everything you're describing to me though. Like you, especially your your origin story as a performer is like the most vaudeville thing I've ever heard. And no, it's you, weird. <laughs> you don't hear stories like that anymore, and I I love it. I just love that that's how <laughs> it all started for you. And then yeah. you do all this other crazy shit. Yeah, my family, like, weren't, I mean, my family's creative. Mm -hmm. My mom, my mom was a go-go dancer in the 60s. Amazing. Um, to get through, to pay her bills when she was very much underage. Mm -hmm. um, and then my dad was, like, a creative that was, like, Crea creating stuff is not going to pay my bills, so I'm going to go straight-laced. Sure. Um, so he, he was, like, a city official and stuff like that, but, like, he always, like, was very much into music and very much into like drawing and poetry and stuff. But he was just like, it's not going to make you any money. <laughs> um, and then my sisters were both singers and um, they um, at one time, Kenny G was making a, a like a girl group with my sisters oh. and my cousin. Oh my God. What? <laughs> and it was going to be like a hip hop, kind of like a TLC. Holy shit. Yeah, and I remember, like, going to the studio with them when I was younger, and, like, they were trying to make, like, tracks and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. then it ended up falling through. So I'm like, we had, like, all this stuff, and now they're both, like, professionals that couldn't be further than, like, performers right now. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, I know. On it's one insane. level, I'm like, damn, that sucks. On another level, you see the shit that happens to people who go through that, and it's like, maybe they're better off. Maybe they're okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think uh, one of my sisters was not as into it as my other sister, mm -hmm. and I think that's basically what 
ultimately happened. Interesting. And I think, I think my cousin and my other sister are kind of like, well, we would have been fine with it. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, God, that's so fascinating. I know. Oh, it's so weird growing up out here. I didn't think uh-huh. it, that it was so weird until I started talking to other people. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm strange. That's not what life is normally like? Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, so cool. weird. <laughs> um, so we have one segment on this podcast. And oh. it is called Five and Over. And that is where you take either a five and under part or a, an extra part, or mm-hmm. in this case, one of your singing roles somehow, use your imagination and you spin it off. It does not have to be the same genre, does not have to be the same format. You, it could be from a drama movie and it goes to a comic book. I don't care. But I want to know what your spinoff is, who your character is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is very important. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Um, I think I want to be the, I think I want to go to Adam's family, the first one. Yeah. I want to be that girl that, um, you know, is very unhappy, um, that she is in tights in the flower. <laughs> I want, I want to follow her life. Yeah. I want to see her become little, you know, like kind of like baby June, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I just want to see her gypsy story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be dynamic. Yeah. You know? And she always performs in the flower outfit. Like, that's it. You know, it just, I mean, the flower outfit obviously gets updated as she's older, but uh-huh. it's still just always she's a daisy. And that's her whole life. So that's like if the B-girl from the Blind Melon video never took the B-girl costume off. and she Exactly. Just maybe was a little out of it. Um, I right. actually, I don't hate this. I love this very much. Right. I feel this. like we could, you know, it could be a good <laughs> Bojack Horseman spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Do you have a, uh, what's her name? Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to go with Daisy. That's but I fine. Don't, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like she's a Daisy. Mm-hmm. It's on the nose, but that doesn't mean that doesn't work. I, right. I, I like it very much. <laughs> uh, Anastasia, this has been super, super fun amazingly fun i'm so excited (laughs) this is gonna come out oh god let me check my records because my brain stopped uh let's see it's gonna come out i'm gonna (laughs) i think the beginning of may if i'm not mistaken end of april beginning of may so give us some general plugs but if you've got anything that may or may not be happening at that point in the year tell us about it um, well, you can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter and at Anastasia Wash on Instagram. Things are so up in the air right now. I can't even tell you which stand-up shows are going to be going. Yeah. Um, but my podcast is probably, uh, my podcast, Serial Killer, um, which is at Pod Serial Killer on, um, all social, um, is supposed to have a WonderCon panel mm-hmm. about true crime and co- comics, but I don't know when that is going to happen. Oh, right. So, um... So just check my social for updates, I mm-hmm. guess, mm-hmm. on stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, my goodness. Uh, this has been super fun. And let us please figure out, no pressure, uh, no time on this, but I think we should have your mom on the show. Like, bring you both on. I think we might have even discussed that in person, but again, we were both yeah. drunk. Oh, yeah, we were. Uh, but she would love it. Okay. Yeah, I the- don't know if you're ready for it, but we can do it. <laughs> I mean, she's got so much of her own story that it's gonna be it's gonna be mind blowing. And this show I'm doing in seasons, which I've never done before, so I think it would be a, a hell of a way to like start out the next season. So I think maybe we'll talk to you guys sooner than later. Okay, that sounds great. That'd yeah, just let me know. Let me know. I'm always down to talk oh, on podcasts. <laughs> I have one other thing actually. Uh, have you? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite 
craft service item? I this is a new question. I keep forgetting to ask you. <sighs> okay. No, that's too bougie. We're not going to go there. <laughs> um, we are going to go red vines. All right. I mean, red vines are, are, you know, it's a staple, at least out here. Yeah. And then you can put it in your soda as a straw. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the show. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. And there's just one thing I say at the end of every show, and that's, I'm sorry I missed your thing. I don't own a TV, so... You can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. And follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>